Hey there, Super Sober Heroes. It's your host, Sober Steve, the podcast guy. And before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a brief moment to ask for your help to shape the future of gay A. Over the years, this podcast has grown and evolved as I've grown in my sobriety. And recently, I've been investing wild amounts of time, money, and energy to find ways to level up this podcast so it can get heard by the people who need to hear it. I want to take a brief moment to check in with all of you, though, to see what you love about the current show and what could be better as I'm growing and moving forward. In the show notes is a three to five minute survey for you to complete. I kindly ask that you pause this episode and take the time to complete it if you haven't already. You are kind enough to give me 20 to 40 minutes of your time each week when you listen to these episodes, and I want to make sure it's time well spent. So please let your voice be heard. Thanks, SoberPod, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I am grateful to have finished my fear inventory. As of today, I am 213 days sober, and today I'll be reviewing just what I mean by fear inventory, what it was like completing and reviewing it with my sponsor. Now, for those who are unfamiliar, step four in my 12-step program is to make a searching and fearless moral inventory of myself, which basically means you make a list of all your character defects and fucked up things about you. Now, as it sounds, this can be very daunting to anyone, whether you're an alcoholic or not. So most 12-step programs and sponsors advise you to break it down into different parts. Resentments, fears, sex inventory, and miscellaneous is how I'm going over with my sponsor. However, I also have a book where there's an extra section to notate your harm to others. I'm guessing my harm to others will be loaded into my miscellaneous section, but either way, it does appear that resentments, sex, and fears are the big three ways to break it down. Resentments is what I started on, and I did two episodes previously about that, and it gave me a solid foundation to walk into my fears with a gist of how it will all go. I'm making an inventory of my fears using a worksheet worked similarly to the resentments is broken down into five parts. What I was fearful of the cause of the fear, how it affects me, my part in the fear and what wrongs, character defects, shortcomings and harmful patterns are revealed in these situations. Now, while there's no wrong way to work a program, I barely spent time working on things like fears of spiders or snakes or slimy and gooey things just because I felt like there wasn't much there there to dive into. Instead, I focus more on my emotional and physical fears that affect my daily life. Some of them include a fears of being alone, imperfect, how others perceive me, and other ones that, in my opinion, are, are pretty common to everyone. However, it was interesting writing them all out on paper, and even if they were innate fears where I couldn't pinpoint if I was selfish, dishonest, or self-seeking when it comes to those fears, because I feel like they were ones I was born with, they were also not necessarily all ones I had innately as I was able to identify as I was looking at the worksheets and working the program that there are reasons for all of those, or at least things I can trace back to and realizing how they affect me in my day-to-day life. Being alone is something that I actually enjoy now in my sobriety, but I remember when I was drinking, I never wanted to be alone. I would do anything to be around anyone just because I didn't like myself very much. And so the last thing I wanted to do was be alone with this schmuck who I didn't care for. And like many alcoholics, I also had fears revolving around my alcoholism, including my fear of relapsing. 
Now, I feel like that's a natural one to fear. If you're in recovery, after all, we finally have gotten to the point where we admit that it's a problem and we want something better in our lives than what we've been doing. However, I feel like in identifying it as a fear and talking it out, it's something that will hopefully help me prevent it from happening to begin with, or at the very least make a plan for if it ever does happen, how I'll be able to pick myself back up off the floor and try again. Others were more based off of childhood trauma, like my fear of people. While I certainly couldn't find faults in these fears that came from being verbally or sexually abused as a child, it was interesting writing them all out and seeing how they affect my day-to-day life. And I never really thought about the connection to the fears in terms of now that I know that it affects my day-to-day life, making plans on how I can cope with it or overcome that trauma in order to make it so that it's no longer a barrier. I mean, luckily, being six foot two, there's not too many people that tower over me, but it is nice to know now and understand where that fear comes from and how it's not their fault if I do run into someone who's like six foot five or taller and I don't have to innately be afraid of them because they are not my abuser. Now, what surprised me most in doing the inventory was how many different character traits I personally have that I'm afraid of for myself. For instance, I fear how manipulative I can be, how selfish I can be, how angry I can get at times, how depressed I oftentimes feel, and how manic I can be even in some of those happier times. I never really put voice to these fears before, though or spent time identifying the causes of them and how they affect me. And, you know, it's something that's eye-opening as I went through them, just realizing how, you know, especially like in examples of like, I'm afraid of how angry I can get, so I normally try not to get angry, so I try and let things go, oftentimes becoming a doormat. You know, manipulative is something that I can be just try and talk my way out of problems or harmful situations, but it's not all right, and it's something that I need to work on. My depression is something that is very scary with how dark it's gotten me sometimes. And so I need to learn more tricks to be able to be in the moment. And there's something powerful about admitting all of these fears out loud. And I look forward to going over them all with my sponsor during step five and owning up to my fears and shortcomings. It gives me hope that they will no longer control me or cause me to want to drink or use drugs to dull the feelings associated with them. Love to hear what your experiences with your fear inventory are like. Let me know by emailing me at gayapodcast at gmail.com. That's also where you can get involved with the show. Uh, Please rate and review if you are finding these episodes and information helpful. Five-star reviews help other people find this podcast. And be sure to follow us wherever you're listening so you can get new episodes when they come out every Monday and Thursday. Until that time, stay sober, friends.